1: 2020 bringing a biblical perspective on life culture and current events weekdays on UCB's vision radio network find out more at vision.org.au
0: hello neil johnson back with you on today's 2020 podcast remember you can hear 2020 broadcast on the vision radio network from 10 a.m australian eastern standard time Well, Sharon Witt is the author of Teen Talk Parent Talk. It's a book that was shortlisted in this year's Christian Book of the Year Awards. Sharon's also a trained school teacher and is a mother to teenagers. Sharon's a great commentator on raising teenage girls and it's great to welcome her back to 2020. Sharon, when it comes to raising teenage girls, one of the biggest challenges is that they seem to want to grow up a lot faster than in previous generations and that's a huge issue.
1: Absolutely you know this is one of the 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 significant things that I've seen over the over the last probably five to ten years is is young girls just I mean all young girls want to grow up and you know and have dreams about you know growing up and you know having a boyfriend and all those sorts of things and and having a bit of independence but I tell you what I see young people you know in the lower years of or middle years of primary school um, just wanting to grow up and and grow up too quickly and I think um, our society and the media have a lot a lot to blame for for so many influences on our young girls who just want to, you know, we're in a very highly sexualized culture where, you know, music videos that we see have, you know, young girls like Rihanna and like Marley Cyrus, you know, pole dancing and flaunting around with, you know, with not very much on, let's be honest. And our young girls have seen this and, and they're, these are images that are replaying in their minds a lot. You know, I was in a department store just a year ago and they were selling bras, little bra tops for two-year-olds. And I thought, what is going on in our society where we are trying to, you know, get our kids to be sexualised at such a young age? And we, we might not even be aware of it, but when you just look around the stores... You see, you know, logos on, on girls' um, outfits and you see the sort of things that are being pushed by marketers to get our girls to be to to look like little mini teenagers when they've actually, you know, they might just be, you know, six, seven, eight years old and we're trying to push them to look like little teenagers. And I think as parents we need to push our, our young girls to stay young girls as long as they can. I mean, they grow up so quickly anyway um, and I think it just makes it even more difficult when, you know, they're... they're their minds might uh, still be quite young, and um, their bodies are growing up quickly. And they're dressing, um, you know, like they're, they're older, but they're still—we've still got to remember they're young girls, and, um, and we've got to let them be children for as long as they can.
0: A lot of parents might be throwing their hands in the air and saying, "Well, I give up. I can't control this growing up too soon, and all of these influences upon my daughter's life." But. There must be ways that parents can take the reins and begin to direct those influences on their children's lives.
1: Absolutely, you know, we're, no one's forcing us to buy, you know, particular products for our girls. So I think it's important, you know, to to provide some guidance um, when it comes to our kids choosing their outfits and and especially the music they listen to and the the music videos they listen to. You know, I was in, in a McDonald's store not long ago with my children having breakfast, and I looked up on the screen and there was this raunchy video clip with a girl. Just in her bra and undies, you know, and this was at 10 o'clock in the morning and this was a video clip being played. I think it was a Beyonce clip. And I just thought, my goodness, are we, are we that blase? Do we not realise that there are young people all sitting here and being exposed to that? And you know, probably 15 years ago that would have just caused an uproar. But our society has just sort of become so blase that these things are just allowed and, and people don't necessarily speak up and say, this is not okay. You know, we we need to keep pushing those, you know, putting the boundaries back in place and saying this is not okay as parents speaking up for our kids that, you know, we don't want these influences on them. Of course, we can't eradicate all of it, but we can certainly put the boundaries in place in our own home and say, look, I don't want you listening to that particular piece of music. Um, Our kids will sing songs and not even know what the lyrics are. So it's up to us as parents to say, look, you know, we don't actually have to go through the lyrics with them if it's too offensive, but to say, look, that song is not appropriate.
0: Sharon, share with us your thoughts on the teenage girl's reaction when her mum actually does uh, stand up and be counted and say, that's not appropriate, I don't want to hear that music, I don't want to see that clip, Uh, you know, if you're out at a at a department store and the wrong song comes on for a teenage girl to see her mum go over and say, hey, that song's not appropriate, I'm not going to shop here if you're going to keep playing that music. What does a teenage girl think when she sees her mum stand up and be counted? Yeah,
1: look, I think... um that's that's a difficult thing if you go and stand up and you go and speak to the manager in front of your child i think yeah you're setting yourself up for for lots of screaming matches there i think you've got to pick and choose how you respond and whether you might write a letter to the store manager in your own time or you might give them a call when your teenager's not around i think doing it in front of your teenager and and causing a stir isn't the way to go because they will just want the ground to suck them up but i just think it's important um in our own homes just to sit quietly and say look I, i don't think that's appropriate this is why um and talk through the reasoning behind behind what you you know the boundaries that you want to put in place, and and saying that you know this is I'm doing this for not only you but you know your future future girls. I mean I talk to the young the young girls I'll actually speak to. I'll show them the brat dolls with all the all the bling and they're not very much clothing that they're wearing and say, look, you know, this, this, these are the things that the marketers are trying to get you to buy and we need to stand up for our own daughters as well and our future daughters. Uh, when I show them, you know, the little bra tops that I've bought for a two-year-old uh, in the department store, the young girls are actually outraged and they say, this is not okay. Um, they actually don't think it's okay, but they rely on us to sort of stand up and set the example and, and tell them why it's not okay and help them to see that they actually do have a choice and they do have a voice.
0: There's so much we can talk about when it comes to raising teenagers and particularly on this topic raising girls just uh, one more uh, quick uh, comment from you when it comes to the spirituality of our children uh, if they're in a Christian home uh, sometimes they're uh, open to spiritual things Christian things other times they're quite closed but how important is it to encourage our teenagers into a regular time of prayer or a, a daily devotion.
1: Yeah, look, I think over the years I've seen teenagers are sort of at different points and they'll get to those sort of adolescent years where they'll want to make some of their own decisions. You might have been taking them to church for as long as you can remember um, and young people may go through a stage where they'll start to question uh, their own faith. They'll start to question, you know, how they're being brought up and, and their own. You, you can't actually, as parents, put your faith onto your kids. You can only guide them and be an influence. So I think it's important to encourage our kids to develop their own faith, but more importantly, provide opportunities where their faith can be explored. So having them part of a regular youth group, um, those sorts of connections are so important. And often during those teen years, kids don't wanna to listen to their parents and and they just think that we we, we, we think we know it all. So I think it's important. Uh, if they've got connections to a youth leader, uh, to youth, youth that are older than them, but can be an influence, I think that is really, really helpful. And they may put their faith by the wayside at some times but, you know, more often not many many of them will come back to their faith at some stage. But I think it's important to encourage it. Don't slam it down our kids' throats but encourage them. Talk about your own faith. I know with the young people that I work with at school, I'll often because I'm in a Christian school, I'll I'll share my faith, I'll talk about issues and I'll pray with them and you know, we pray as part of our, our devotions and I talk about miracles and I talk about you know, things that I see in my own daily walk. And I think that's, that's probably the biggest thing that we can do for our young people is model um, model the faith that we do have and, um, and talk to them about some of those big issues as they come up, but um, not just slam it down our kids' throat and say, this is what I believe, this is what you need to believe, because they will form their own... Opinions as they grow older and especially as
0: they go through those late adolescent years. So we keep those lines of communication open, and there's some good advice in Teen Talk Parent Talk. It's Sharon's latest book, it's for parents of teenagers, and she tackles those issues when it comes to raising girls as well as uh, raising boys and all sorts of other teenage issues. I'll point you to the website at www.teentalkbooks.com. Sharon Witt, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us today on 2020.
1: Great. Thanks for having me again, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.